Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Maddie and I are really excited to have you here with us today. Today we're digging into my, it's not really my current read anymore because I actually finished it. I couldn't Mm -hmm. help it guys. I just had to finish it. It was so good and I finished The Weight of Glory by C.S. Lewis. This is a very well-known book and one that I'm really excited to dig into today because I just finished reading it and it was absolutely profound. It's as good as everybody says it is. Of course, every C.S. Lewis book yeah. is as good as everybody says it was. Never doubt C.S. Lewis. No. The only one that I've had trouble like just really getting into it, and honestly, I just need to go back and reread yeah. it and make an effort to read it, was his book, The Great Divorce. Mm-hmm. And I think for some reason at the time I was reading it, I was reading a lot of other books and so I was kind of distracted and I just wasn't fully, I don't know, embracing the storyline and stuff, I guess. Welcome to my life. Literally, (laughs) I still have so many books going right now, even though, I mean, I told y'all at the beginning of this year, three, four books max per month. Well, that, no. That's ridiculous. I can never do that. You guys know me and- uh, You mean have that many or have more than that? No, I can't read that many in a month. Like, that's just, yeah, too much for me because- I get different books confused when I'm reading multiple. Mm -hmm. So it, anyways, so earlier this year, I made a goal to read as many C.S. Lewis books as I possibly could. And that was a great idea because Mm -hmm. C.S. Lewis has so much profoundness in his (laughs) books. And I have actually gotten through quite a few, but it's taken me a while because I just want to go back and reread them after I've read them. Yeah. One of my favorites is Mere Christianity, if not Everybody my knows. absolute favorite. Y'all yeah. Know. I, have I said that on the podcast? I think you've mentioned okay. it a couple times. Sorry, guys. I'm just telling you stuff you already know. Okay. Go read it. Go read it. Yes, Experience go read it for yourself. It. Okay. So, any updates or anything that we need to get into really before we start? Uh, we have new blog posts up. Mm-hmm. If none of you have seen those, we posted a poem last week, actually, yeah. in honor of the beginning of November mm-hmm. and hopefully the beginning of winter. It's a really cute one. Yeah, it's a really good poem. If y'all are into poetry, uh, you should be. So <laughs> go read it. She doesn't care if you're not. <laughs> uh, get past that and start reading poetry. Oh, goodness. Uh, anyway, we posted a poem. Yeah. And... That is not what we usually do. So those of you who don't like poetry, do not live in fear. You will have a regular blog post next week. But if you need to catch up on some other blog posts, this is a great time to do that and still read the poem. And we've also been posting on Instagram a lot. We actually just painted our living room. So we were posting all about that. And y'all love that. Mm -hmm. Lots of you, like a few of you actually messaged us and said that we had to strip wallpaper in our living room, Uh, which you can just imagine how much fun that was. The absolute worst. I will never have wallpaper in my house. No. Like, unless it's one individual I absolutely love. Exactly. And want for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was all right. It came off it pretty, wasn't as bad. pretty yeah. easily, but a few of you messaged us and we would post like time lapses of us getting the glue off the walls and stuff. And you were like, oh my goodness, that's so satisfying. <laughs> so that's kind of some of the stuff that you can expect on our Instagram, just real life daily mm-hmm. stuff and just kind of coming along with us on yeah. all the different whims and adventures that we go on. So make sure that you are following us on Instagram. It'll be linked in the description of mm-hmm. this episode. All of pretty much everything that we mentioned will be linked in the description of this episode, but I think that's it for this week. Okay, so let's get started. This is actually going to be a little bit of what Lewis is talking about in his very last chapter in The Weight Mm -hmm. of Glory. I actually wrote a blog post with a quote by C.S. Lewis in the same chapter a couple weeks ago, and the title of that one is What Heaven Desires and Hell Fears. That's definitely one that you should go check out because Mm -hmm. it kind of wraps up what we're going to talk about in this one. That quote that I include in that blog post comes after what we're going to chat about today. Both are equally as good and profound, but I really like this specific part, and I'm just going to read this one, and then we'll move on. So, Lewis says, for he claims all referring to God, because he is love and must bless. He cannot bless us unless he has us. When we try to keep within us an area that is our own, we try to keep an area of death. Therefore, in love, he claims all. There's no bargaining with him. He cannot bless us unless he has us. That's Mm -hmm. just kind of the part that stuck out to me. And I think that a lot of us are stuck in this mindset that God is just going to bless whatever we do. And I know we talk a lot about that on the podcast, but we have this idea and I don't know why. I think it's just a part of our modern day Christianity that we think Mm -hmm. is true Christianity and it's not. But I feel like we have this wrong idea, this wrong theology. It's really a theology problem (laughs) is that we think that God's just going to be happy and pleased no matter where we are, who we're with, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. He's just going to be pleased with it because, well, we're not as bad as Joe down the street is. And, you know, at least we show up at church sometimes and, you know, serve someone or whatever. Like, this is just kind of the thought process that we have in the church now and especially within America because we are a consumer-based society. Everything is about us and what we can get and what we want and so we just feel the need to always be blessed. And Mm -hmm. we obviously have talked about this before, but the selfishness in our culture and as individuals, it is running rampant. Like we have such a problem with ourselves and Mm -hmm. That is ultimately what we have to deal with, isn't it? The problem of self is ultimately what gets in the way of us following Jesus wholeheartedly. And if there's one thing that I want to say to to Christians and to people who are just trying, okay, I saw this quote the other day. I forget who who it's by now. I think it was kind of like just one of the anonymous, like the Pinterest quotes or whatever, you know. Um, And it was something about, I'm going to get it wrong, but it said something about as long as I'm trying to do better, things will turn out better. Hmm. And I was like, interesting. Okay, that's interesting because the quote doesn't even really make sense (laughs) if you think about it. But this is what we think in our culture today and Mm -hmm. in the church is that if we can do it on our own, then we're good to go. Like we are great at doing things on our own and just trying to get through it and Mm -hmm. acting like We are sourced by the Holy Spirit and we are sourced by Jesus and he's the one who is enabling us to do the things that we do daily and to live righteously, even when we're really not. 
And so many of us are questioning why doesn't it feel like I am being sourced by the Holy Spirit? Why does it feel like I'm not fully surrendered at all times? Why does it feel like in my daily life, I don't really want to share the gospel with those I'm around or pray with them or just pray in my spirit, you know, without ceasing like scripture tells us, why do I not desire these things more than I do? That's what I feel like a lot of us are questioning. And I think Lewis in this one sentence, he cannot bless us unless he has us is spot on. I Mm -hmm. think this addresses so many of the questions and problems that we're dealing with in our culture and specifically in the church today. He cannot bless you unless he has you. And the problem is that Christ does not have a lot of us. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have our hearts. He doesn't have our souls. He doesn't have our minds. And we haven't fully surrendered. Like, we we just haven't. We haven't, uh, our last Bible study um, lesson, I taught about how to be consistently faithful. Mm-hmm. We have not learned how to be consistently faithful to the Lord, let alone others that were around. And if we haven't learned how to do it with the Lord and how to fully surrender day by day, it's and this is what I discussed in the blog post a couple weeks ago, is that if we do not surrender daily, hourly, sometimes minute by minute, then you're not going to get this Jesus thing Right. It's not going to be true Christianity because it's you doing it on your own and just trying to be a better version of yourself. And that's never going to work. Well, actually, in (laughs) Screwtape Letters, which C.S. Lewis also writes Mm -hmm. and which you should also read, um, he talks about how we just try and put Christian coloring on everything. And it's always Christianity. And I Mm -hmm. wrote a blog post about this like a year ago. We're on a roll with the blog post, guys. Um, (laughs) Just go. Go to the blog and just read. Um, But I wrote a blog post about this. And in the book, he talks about how we always have Christianity and Mm -hmm. modern psychology, Christianity and extracurriculars, Christianity and fill in the blank in your own life because we all have something that we try and add to Christianity. But I think that all of us, we expect the Lord to bless us just when we put the Christian coloring Mm -hmm. on top of whatever we're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, well, I'm going to sports practice, but like, I'm being a missionary in, you know, my school and stuff. We talked about that last week. And, you know, we tell ourselves that, but, like, what are you actively doing to be a missionary in your school or be a missionary in your workplace Mm -hmm. or just be a witness wherever you are, just kind of permeating the love of Jesus wherever Mm -hmm. you're going? Like, I think it's just a lie, honestly, that we try and tell ourselves a lot Mm -hmm. of times just to make us feel better Mm -hmm. and to justify our oftentimes poor life decisions. And I'm not saying that this is the case with everyone because I think that there are a few people who really do want to be completely and wholeheartedly committed to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even we feel like that. We want to be completely and wholeheartedly committed to Jesus. But at the same time, we still have those Christianity and things in our lives. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's really hard to overcome, but it's definitely possible. And I think that we should allow... C.S. Lewis's quote to comfort us in a way because when he has you, he will bless you. And Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel here, but this is just like the Lord wants to reward those Mm -hmm. who truly follow him. And that may not be an earthly reward. Yeah. It may be a reward that we receive in heaven. We may not get to even necessarily see the fruits of our labor Mm -hmm. here on earth. But I think that when we just commit ourselves wholeheartedly to Jesus, he will 
bless us. Mm -hmm. And that is not something that we need to doubt or to question because he promises us that in scripture. And so I think that, yes, C.S. Lewis's sentence totally is convicting and Mm -hmm. totally reminds me of the different areas in my life where Jesus does not have me completely, where I try and create this Christian coloring Mm -hmm. in whatever I'm doing. But I think that it also offers us hope that Mm -hmm. when we ultimately overcome self, which is a daily struggle, which Lily also just wrote a blog post about. Uh, Well, actually, the one that she referred to earlier. Um, But when we overcome ourselves each Mm -hmm. and every day, the Lord is going to reward us for that. It's not going to be in vain. And that's when you're truly going to begin to feel satisfied. You're not going to feel that emptiness Mm -hmm. of like, well, I'm trying to serve Jesus. I'm saying that I'm serving Jesus, but I don't feel like it's making any difference. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about this since I've read that one sentence. He cannot bless us unless he has us. And then he says, when we try to keep within us an area that is our own, Mm -hmm. meaning we haven't fully surrendered, we try to keep an area of death. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. How good is that? I may post that on the homepage of the blog Mm -hmm. just because it's like, no, I'm just kidding. But this is what he's trying to get at. What if the blessing is really just having Christ? Yeah. Like having life. Having life. Having this eternal hope that you don't have without him. We can't Mm -hmm. have without him. That's the ultimate blessing. And sometimes we think in Christianity today, our fake Christianity that's going on, Um, our modern Christianity, is that, oh, the blessing has to be a thing. But God has nothing to give us except for himself. He has nothing to give except all of himself. And that is what he does. That's exactly what he does. He came to die on the cross for our sins, resurrected three days later, ascended into heaven so that we could have eternal life with him Mm -hmm. and have forgiveness of sins. Like this is the gospel and this is the hope that we have in him. This is what Lewis is trying to get us to realize. He is not a thing. I've been really hitting this or, or preaching this in Bible study lately that Jesus is not this thing that we can manipulate to get something. Yeah. He is not just this this person that we can say, hey, Lord, I need you to heal me when I'm sick. I need to feel better right now so that I can do this that I want to do later tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to go out with my friends, so I need to feel better, you know, or yeah. whatever. That's how we treat him in our modern Christianity, and that's not what he's about. He wants all of us, and he wants to give us all of himself. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself is the blessing. He's the blessing. So, when we say we will be blessed, we mean it, but not in the way that we usually think of it. Mm -hmm. We don't mean that you're going to get a new car. It doesn't mean that you're going to make a million dollars this year and become rich and famous. You know, like, what we're saying here is that you get Jesus, and that has to be enough for us. That Mm -hmm. has to be, we have to be good with that. And um, if we're not, then we need to examine, you know, our own hearts and what parts we've kept for ourselves. Okay enough ranting. Mm -hmm. So, he goes on to um, mention a quote by a guy named Law. Not sure who this guy is, but this is a brilliant quote. Lewis says, Law, in his terrible, cool voice, said, many will be rejected at the last day, not because they have taken time and pains about their salvation, but because they have not taken time and pains enough. And later, in his richer Bamanite period, If you have not chosen the kingdom of God, it will make in the end no difference what you have chosen instead. Then he says, those are hard words to take, 
Will it really make no difference whether it was women or patriotism, cocaine or art, whiskey or a seat in the cabinet, money or science? Well, surely no difference that matters. We shall miss the end for which we are formed and rejected the only thing that satisfies. Does it matter to a man dying in a desert by which choice of route he missed the only will? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. That last (laughs) question is so profound to me because... I don't know why, but Lewis just has this divine ability, truly divine, yeah. to be able to explain spiritual truths in a new way that we mm-hmm. haven't looked at them before, in my opinion. Does it matter to a man dying in a desert by which choice of route he missed the only well? Mm-hmm. This is what we are all about here at The View. Like This is what Maddie and I are passionate about. Our choices matter. They seriously matter so much more than we think they do. And I see so many Christians today, and I'm one of them, who are making poor choices because I don't understand, or I haven't, I do understand, but I haven't given Christ all of myself, right? I'm keeping Mm -hmm. that part of me that is death. I'm keeping it for myself because I don't want to lose control. I don't want to surrender all. I don't want him to have the final say in my life and be dictated by him. And understand me when I say that. I'm not saying that in a way of like, oh my goodness, we're slaves and we just, you know, have this terrible guy up and this guy telling us what to do. And Mm -hmm. that's what people think of God in our day and age is that he's just, again, this thing that we can manipulate and he manipulates us. And it's like this back and forth, hey, I need to make it to work today. Like, Lord, you know, you're going to need to help me, whatever. And then the Lord tells us to do something. We have to do it. And he makes our life stink and, you know, all these things. It's like a back and forth battle that we think is going on between us when in reality, He's just wanting all of us. Yeah. And that's what he's constantly, constantly, all throughout scripture, the New Testament, the Old Testament with the Israelites, he's constantly saying, run away from your idols. Run the other way Mm -hmm. to me. I am the one true God. Like, this is what he's saying all throughout the Old Testament. And then in the New Testament, you see Jesus come on the scene and he's doing ministry. He's passionate about people and and how they impact eternity and they impact people's lives and all these different things. And so, he's pouring into them. He's pouring into his 12 Mm -hmm. and he's constantly trying to get the Pharisees specifically, the religious leaders, to realize, I am the king. I am the promised Messiah. I am the one who has come to fulfill all the Old Testament prophecies and we don't believe it. Like, we don't believe that he is the son of God and the promised Messiah, just Mm -hmm. as the Pharisees and religious leaders and the Jewish people of Jesus's day. That's what he's always about. He's always about getting all of us. And that's what Lewis is saying here. Does it matter to a man dying in a desert by which choice of route he missed the only will? One choice. One choice is all it takes to go down a wrong path to make a bad decision could ultimately ruin your faith, could ultimately change everything you say, everything you do, who you hang out with, your future, like all these things, the Lord gives us free will. And he's saying here, this man who he's using as an example, dying in a desert, he chose the wrong route and missed the well. And now he's going to die in the desert because he chose the wrong route. This is us when we don't give Christ our all, when we don't give him all of us and we don't accept all of him. Yeah, I think that Lewis's imagery that he uses in all Mm -hmm. of his writing is always just 
profound. But I think that just the way that he lays this out in such a simple way of, like, it doesn't matter what you chose. Right. In your final days, when you are standing before Jesus, like, it won't matter. Mm -hmm. You won't really care what you chose. You just know that you chose the wrong thing. Yeah. And so I think that that should grieve us Mm -hmm. a lot. Like, there are so many things in our lives where we just choose to participate in the lesser evil or you know we just choose to do something that's a little bit better than the other options so you know we're winning at life and we're making Jesus proud and stuff instead of looking at our lives and thinking I want to be truly satisfied Mm -hmm. in the only way that I can be satisfied and that is through Jesus and through the reward of simply being with him Mm -hmm. being in communion with him so I think that we all need to I mean, myself included, need to take a step back and look at our lives and just say, like, if I want to be truly satisfied, then what do I need to cut out of my Mm -hmm. life? What do I really need to be conscious of pursuing also? Mm -hmm. Do I I need to pursue relationships with people that are going to glorify the Lord? I need to pursue the Lord himself and what he commands me to do. I need to pursue scripture and what I'm taught through it. And I think that this is something that just gets buried under all of the different layers of life that Mm -hmm. we can so easily become confused by and become engrossed in. So I think that that's my encouragement to everyone this week. Like, let's take a step back, look at our lives and really examine what needs to go, what Mm -hmm. needs to be added. And let's not just add Christian coloring and let's not make the wrong decision of what we're going to pursue in this life because in the end, it's not going to matter what you chose. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's going to matter is that you chose the wrong thing and ultimately that you didn't choose Jesus. So let that be conviction and encouragement this week. (laughs) doesn't sound very encouraging, but I think that this should be motivation for Mm -hmm. all of us to daily take a step back and Mm -hmm. just examine what did I let creep into my life while I wasn't being vigilant and while I wasn't really pursuing the Lord and what do I need to cut out? It is certainly a daily decision. Mm -hmm. It's not just this once in a lifetime, okay, Lord, let's go kind of deal, you know, like the enemy is always trying to distract us from Jesus because Mm -hmm. he knows the blessing that is found in his presence alone. And that's what matters. So even this week, like Maddie was just saying, you have the option to choose Jesus over whatever else you have been choosing. Mm-hmm. And that's the hope. That's the encouragement that we have is that we can surrender all today. And so why not do it? All right. We are going to end in prayers. So please pray with us. Lord, we just thank you for this day. And I just thank you for the opportunity to sit down and record, even though in a busy and chaotic week. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us, uh, those who are listening, and Lily and myself to really just examine our lives and look at where we need to pursue you even more, where we need to just commit to you wholeheartedly. And I pray that you would just help us all to do that on a daily basis, that we would never forget that you are the one that we should be pursuing. You are the ultimate reward that we should be pursuing in this life. And I pray that you would just help us to remain conscious of that fact, help us to continually contemplate that, and to continually chase after you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, I pray that this is an episode full of hope and encouragement for y'all and that that encourages you today to live unto Christ and to do what he's calling you to do.
Be sure to follow us on Instagram and check out the blog. You can check out all the different posts and links and all that great stuff in this episode description. And we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 